The last duke was dying. Dragging shallow breaths into his lungs, the sixth and final Duke of Markham cursed the fates for snatching him so quickly and himself for not foreseeing how imminent was his end. His legacy lay in fragments, shards of immortality he could no longer ensure. Markham himself, the perpetuation of his title, both would be beyond his protection, lost to the hands of strangers. He needed time. He had none. Moistening his lips, the Duke reached for the bell pull beside his bed, summoning the valet he'd only just dismissed. Your Grace? It was that blasted doctor who entered, and impatiently the Duke waved him away. Bedrick! Send Bedrick! He dissolved into a weak fit of coughing. Of course, Your Grace. The doctor gestured for the uniformed valet to enter. Get out! The Duke gasped at his grim-faced physician, Bedrick, alone. With a curt bow, the doctor complied. You sent for me, Your Grace? Bedrick frowned at a loose button on his coat, his demeanour as calm as if he planned to assist the Duke in shaving rather than stand by his deathbed. Pen, paper. Certainly. Bedrick provided both. With a shaking hand, the duke scrawled a name and a few words on the page, barely managing to fold the paper in two. Utterly spent, he fell back against the pillows. To my solicitor, he whispered, I've made provisions. He'll know what to do. I understand, your grace. Immediately. As soon as I'm gone. At once, sir. Will there be anything else? Pray, Bedrick. Pray it's not too late. As you wish, sir. Dutifully, Bedrick slipped the note into his pocket and moved away. The dying man stared after him, drifting into a world where the past flowed forward, melding into a soothing haze with the future. Then the last duke closed his eyes. Give me back my wallet, you filthy urchin! Red-faced and sputtering, the gentleman waved his cane at a cringing lad. I said, hand it over! Violently, he thrust his gloved hand forward. None of the hundreds of people flocking into Newmarket's Roly Mile course paid the slightest heed to the ongoing confrontation. Bound for October's champion stakes, they had little time to witness a common pickpocket being apprehended. You heard me, you wretched bandit. Return my money, instantly, or else I shall haul you off to the local magistrate. I, I, the lad wiped a muddied sleeve across his forehead, his eyes wide and frightened. Excuse me, sir, I believe there's been some mistake. The nobleman whipped around. I beg your pardon? Stiff with outrage, he glowered at the stranger who towered over him. I said, I believe you're mistaken. The newcomer returned, his tone as hard as his features. This lad didn't take your wallet. He most certainly did. I witnessed the theft myself. The enigmatic stranger shook his head. What you witnessed was an unfortunate coincidence. The wallet fell from your trousers. This boy merely had the bad luck to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. He didn't steal anything. Why, how dare you? I'm positive.
The elder man stopped in mid-sentence as the stranger flourished the missing billfold in his face. I saw it fall to the ground and retrieved it. The stranger explained, I was about to return it when you wrongly accused this poor lad. He patted the boy's shoulder and extended his other hand. Your wallet, sir. Why, I was sure. That is, I spied. At least, I thought I spied. The nobleman drew a disconcerted breath as he took the proffered billfold. Thank you for restoring my property and alerting me to the facts, he amended with stilted dignity. You're welcome. I don't believe we've been properly introduced. I am Lionel Grabband, the Earl of Caspingworth, and you are, he paused expectantly. Thornton. Lord Thornton. The Earl bowed politely.